Welcome to the Day Trippin' Podcast, where we bring you real concerns and relatable support, all designed to help you navigate the life you want. I'm your Chief Navigator, Stacey Minton, and let's get to it. Before we dive into this week's session, it's the day trip and disclaimer. While I am a certified life coach many times over, and I do have a ton of personal experience, my lawyers require me to remind you that I am not a licensed professional. This podcast and the ideas presented are not to be used as a substitute for professional advice by legal, medical, financial, business, or other qualified professionals. And I occasionally curse like a truck driver, so if that's not for you, Thanks for stopping by. Hello there, day trippers. I know, I know, I went away for too long without calling or texting. I'm sorry. I don't even really have a good excuse other than I let myself get caught up in life. And then once I realized that I had, it was hard to come back because I felt like I'd been gone too long. I know you know the vicious circle that I speak of, and I also know that we have all been there. And if you can believe it, that isn't even what I want to talk about today, although I probably should. But today we're going to talk about accountability. As you know, or maybe you don't because you're new here, in that case, welcome, Day Tripper. But this podcast is really meant to be uh, real and raw and ultimately about the shit that I go through so that maybe you don't have to, or at least maybe you can learn from my shit, or at the very least, feel less alone in your own shit. So here goes. Merriam-Webster defines accountability as an obligation or a willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions. Let's say you're really good at pointing out what other people do wrong. Maybe you're also good at pointing out where other people should be accountable, especially for their words or their actions. But how good are you at holding yourself accountable? Before today, I would have said that I was actually pretty good at it, you know, with the obvious exception of producing this podcast. But I'm here to tell you that it is not easy to hold yourself accountable, but it is essential, especially if we want to continue to grow. I might also add that accountability comes in many different forms, like we need to be accountable in our businesses or at our jobs with our responsibilities, with how we spend money. But for today, I want to focus on how we stay accountable in our relationships. And by relationships, I don't necessarily mean romantic ones. I mean, anytime you interact with another human on a consistent basis type of relationship. So yesterday, I had a conversation with a friend about our relationship Because you see, we've been going through a patch where we haven't exactly been on the same page. I mean, independently, we both thought that we were on the same page. But trust me when I tell you that we were not. I would love to tell you that in this scenario, I was perfect. And they were the ones who were totally wrong. And as a matter of fact, in many more words than I will use here, I communicated exactly that. I was all, you do this, but expect this, blah, blah, blah. 
Ultimately, the conversation ended with no real resolution and neither one of us was feeling really great about it. And as one does, I replayed the conversation and all of the ones before it in my head. I don't know about you, but I tend to do this when there's something about the situation that just doesn't sit right with me. So for most of the day, while I thought that what didn't sit right was the lack of a clear path forward, it hit me. I was the asshole. As I really thought about the situation, it became blindingly clear that I really was the asshole. I mean, I've been at this whole self-help, self-discovery thing for damn close to two decades. So of all people, I should know better. I mean, I really should. But we're all human and I'm human. And sometimes we forget or we just plain old don't want to see things in a situation. In my case, I think it was that this is a relationship that I hold dear and this person means a great deal to me. And for a while now, I've been telling myself that, you know, I've done the work and, you know, maybe they haven't. And, you know, I was really helping the situation. But here I was wanting to hold my friend accountable because I didn't like how what they did or didn't do or said or didn't say made me feel. As you may or may not have picked up, I'm a pretty direct person. So believe me when I tell you that I didn't hold back communicating any of that. But here's the thing. I'm the one who did all of the things wrong in this situation. And you might be saying, but Stacy, if they hurt you, they are in the wrong, not you. Eh, not so much. You see, as humans, we all have basic rights. We can say or do whatever we want. Freedom of speech, free will, etc., etc. Don't get me wrong, depending on what you do and what you say, there may be consequences, but you can still do these things. And you may be listening to this thinking that I'm losing my mind because maybe you feel like, oh, hell no. If someone disrespects me, they're going to know about it. And I'm not going to let that slide. I'm going to tell them exactly what they did wrong. And you know what? Good for you. Because what you choose to do in your situation, whatever it might be, is your human right. You see, we get to decide. And I'm going to say that again and a little louder for those of you in the back. We get to decide. We decide whether we respond or react. There is a distinct difference between the two, but I'm not going to bore you with what our friend Miriam Webster has to say on that one. I'll tell you. When we react, it's usually emotional. Our reactions are always a response, but they aren't the only response. You see, my little situation <clears throat> is one in which I reacted. And our reactions are typically done on an impulse and are usually emotional. If someone hurts us, we want to place blame. We want them to feel the way they made us feel. But here's the thing. We get to decide 
how we feel. No one has the power to make us feel anything unless we allow it, unless we give them that power. And I know this one is a little hard to wrap your head around as well, but the reality is, is that if someone says to you that they don't like the shirt that you're wearing and you get mad, it is you who chose mad as an emotion and you chose it as a reaction. You could have chosen indifference or you could have laughed at the absurdity of somebody going out of their way to share that with you, but you chose mad as an emotion, probably without even knowing the other person's motivation for their statement, you decided how you were going to feel about it. Our words are such a powerful lens through which we perceive and we interpret and we analyze our worlds. And those same words also label and define our experiences, how and what we think, how and what we feel, the actions we take and our interactions with others. Our emotions dictate how we react, but our thoughts dictate how we respond. So going back to the ugly shirt, if you react to the comment, you may make a similar statement with the intent of making the other person mad too. You know, an eye for an eye and all that. But if you respond, that means that you will need to stop and consider the statement, the person who delivered it, and more importantly, how you wish to interpret it. Because response allows us to detach from the emotional side of it and reframe it in our minds so that it has the effect that we want it to. In my situation, I reacted. My perception of what they should have done or should have said was just that, my perception. Just because I wanted it my way doesn't make it right. And this is where I had to be accountable to my friend as well as be accountable to myself. It is their right to do and say whatever they choose to, but it is my right to decide if I want to react or how I choose to respond. If my response is to let something slide, then that is my choice. And I don't get to be mad at them for doing what they choose. If I'm the one who chose, who decided that I was going to let things slide. You know, sometimes no matter how much work we think we have done or how much we believe we have grown, such as my case, We forget things. I know in the depths of my soul that we are all just doing the best that we can. And that means that we're not all in the same place at the same time, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, certainly physically. And just because at one time or another, we may have been in the same place or a place, doesn't mean that we are there now. So we can't hold another person accountable for not being who we want them to be. 
or even who we expect them to be. We need to meet people where they are. And if we care about them, we owe it to them to meet them where they are. And if we can't do that for whatever reason, that's our problem, not theirs. You see, we get to decide what we allow in our lives, how we let people treat us, how we let them talk to us, how they behave around us. And ultimately, we need to be accountable to what we allow more than what we want others to be accountable for. So today, I chose to eat a shit sandwich. I called that friend up. I acknowledged that I had no right to ask them to do anything and no right to expect more of them than they were willing to give. I apologized for not meeting them where they were and not accepting them for who they are. And, you know, they were a little taken aback because I'm sure this conversation doesn't happen every day, although it probably should have. And really their only question was, you know, what this meant moving forward. And sadly, all I could say was, you do you. But that is all that I can expect from this friendship or any relationship that I have. What I have a right to expect is healthy boundaries for myself. My responsibility in this relationship is to myself. I need to ensure that I am responding to situations in ways that are best for me rather than reacting. And if I'm not doing that, then that is a me problem and not a them problem. And at the end of the day, like I said, this person means a lot to me. And I felt it was much more important to communicate with them where I could have done better by expecting them to do better. You know, we're so often used to being reactive to others that I think we forget how to be responsive to our own needs. If you are in a relationship and you are not getting what you need, I know that it is so much easier to look at the other person and find faults and to make them responsible for what is wrong in your relationship. But the fact of the matter is, is that there's more than one player in the game. And while it's not an easy task, looking within ourselves to identify how we show up and what we might be able to do differently could make or break a relationship because after all, the one that we can control is ourselves. So I hope you enjoyed my little story day trippers. I promise it won't be long before the next session. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to reach out with future episode topics, please visit my website at www.twomoonscoaching.com. That's T-W-O and click the contact us button. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Moons Coaching. See you next week.